Today's Issues continues on AFR. Welcome back to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. I'm your host, Walker Wildman. Fred Jackson sitting in with me next week. Tim Wildman, Tim Wildman will be back in the captain's chair uh, along with Ed Vitagliano. And on Tuesday, we'll have with us Dr. Ray Pritchard co-hosting. Fr- uh, Steve Jordahl's in studio with us. Steve, welcome on. Hey, thank you. What do you got for today? I just wanted to start with a couple of uh, examples of the craziness that's going on in this world. I'm going to play two clips for you. These are both things that you as a white person uh, are not allowed to do. And bear in mind, both of these clips are not parody. These people are actually serious. Listen to cut nine. Hey, it's that time of year again where white people can't wait to get really tan. If you're a white person, you can't wait to get super tan and you can't say Black Lives Matter and you're not an ally and you can't stand for your black, brown, indigenous, people of color, friends and family, then do everyone a favor and tanning is not for you. So thank you. Yeah. Don't tan. So if you're white, you can't tan because that's racist? Yes. (laughs) So, you know what else is, it's not racist, but it's, uh, it's imposing on another people group. Um, I want you to hear this. This is, a, again, not parody. Uh, listen to what uh, you are supposed to now rid yourself of. Cut 12. I'm not fat phobic. I just don't want to be fat. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, seriously, I have no problem with fat people. I think they're beautiful. I'm all for body positivity or whatever. I just don't want to be fat. Actively not wanting to be fat is fat phobia. And therefore, you're fat phobic. And so what? Am I supposed to want to be fat? Literally nobody is saying that. There is little to no evidence that we have any control over our size long term, so we might as well just stop wanting size changes in general. So what am I supposed to do then? Read up on fat liberation. Follow fat activists and creators. And... Commit to unlearning your fat phobia. Was that Babylon B or something? No. That that. Please tell me that last one was satire. No. Now he was serious. Yes. Okay. It it, it made me want to laugh. They're probably <laughs> they're, it, they're probably both graduates of Harvard or no, Yale. It was the same guy. Same. It was the same guy going back and forth. No, uh, it was a girl first. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah, a girl it's, first. It's it's it's. This is insane. Look, <laughs> if you're overweight, you're overweight. All right. I do think the obese scale, the, the formula they have is a little off because, like, um, they call me overweight. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. If you do the formula on my height and my BMI, body mass index, they would they would say, oh, yeah, you're a little bit overweight. So I do think their scale is off. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, getting the, it's getting to the point where you cannot state facts. That's what, that's what you can't say, yes, that person is overweight. Because even though that's true, you're you're offending someone. Yeah. Everything's snowflake material. What are doctors going to do when you go to their office now? Yeah. Uh, medic, let's follow the science here. Right. All right. I agree. There are people with big bones, big structures, and there are people who are more. They're born that way. Uh, but the fact that you can't—I don't know where he gets his data to say you can't uh, change the, your size. Well, I lost not, thirty pounds. True. I lost thirty pounds about a year and a half ago. Yes. Yeah, still, still off. Yeah, that's not true. And, and we're not we're not proposing that everybody go around like fat shaming people. No. But what? But, but we can't we can't deny reality. I mean, you can't you can't tell me that someone who's overweight is not overweight. 
because it's not PC to say that they're overweight yeah. or to recognize that they're overweight. You're fat phobic. Yeah, well, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go eat a bunch, and I'm going to go tan this afternoon. There you go. Uh, so I'll, I'll fat shame, and then I'll be uh, I'll be racist push because, back. I, because I want to tan. Push back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Ron DeSantis keeps doing things that make uh, people stand up and go, oh, yeah. Uh, he is deciding, uh, with his state's clemency board, to grant pardons to every Floridian that still has fines or some kind of uh, uh, fine or ruling against because of COVID. Masks, shutdowns, they're all pardoned. He says this action is necessary so that we can recover, have a good transition to normal operations, and also just as a recognition that a lot of this stuff was way, way, way overboard. Yeah, that that's Fred. This is awesome news. I mean, Governor DeSantis continues to impress. He does continue to impress. Do you know why that is? And that's because he's applying common sense. Yeah, Florida was one of the first states to reopen fully. Right. Remember, he made those announcements. Uh, Texas not far behind. And what did our President Joe Biden call the governor of uh, of Texas? A Neanderthal <laughs> thinking. Remember that. Well, guess what? Those states who took that stand are doing extremely well. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I hope uh, that this country never allows itself to go to, back, to go back to where we have just been in 2020. Yeah. Uh, the science now is showing more and more that if we had treated this with uh, the same measures that we have treated uh, viruses in the past, right? We would have been a lot better off. I I'm not blaming President, former President Trump, for this. Yeah, because this hit everybody. I I go back to the start of this. Remember the nursing home in Washington State. This is where it erupted, and then it erupted in New York. Yeah, people were scared. They didn't know what to think of this. Well, and to to the to the former president's defense, after a few months, Steve, he uh. He uh, he was awoken to the the reality that we can't stay shut down forever, mm. and even President Trump was encouraging states to reopen. Remember yes. this? Yes. Um, and his advisors were saying, "Well, you know, states can do what they want, but Trump was saying we got to get this thing going again." We As he will tell you going. over and over and over again, he was ahead of the curve. Yeah. On this. <laughs> yeah, he was, and he was con- he was contradicting his own policy advisors. You know what bothers me? What worries me, I should say, is every time the government has grabbed a whole bunch of powers for emergencies or whatever, and then they go back to normal, normal's never the same. Right. Normal's always creeping up a little bit of those powers. I think in 9-11, we don't even remember what life was like before 9-11, yeah. when you could walk up to an airplane gate and uh, greet your person coming off the plane at the gate. Right. Um, and and you weren't, we didn't have a NSA or we didn't have a... a TSA. TSA. TSA, yeah. Um, and, and so now, 9-11, we're well past it. You know, we've figured out that we fought the war. Yeah. It's now almost over. Um, we don't need any of these things, but yet this sticks with us. So what yeah. is going to stick with us from the pandemic is what I'm well, worried ma- about. Well, many of these states are, are removing. <clears throat> I think your biggest battle is not government per se, but it's these private businesses. It's the mm. grocery stores doing handing out wristbands for how close you can get to other customers. Yeah, it's these. It's the mask mandates that are still in place. Yeah, and I worry about what's going to happen this fall. For instance, you have universities 
who say we're not going to let students back on campus unless they have vaccinations. And we, to your point, Steve, we still do have some governments. I mean, we're, there's still a federal mask mandate on federal transportation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. On airlines. And yeah. so that when are they going to end that? Yes. I, I, I do worry about these uh, mandatory vaccination issues. We're, we're seeing this play out, uh, like I say, in universities. Uh, we're seeing it at hospitals. We had this incident in Houston, Texas in the last 10 days where a bunch of hospital workers said, I don't need to take the vaccine. And they were fired. They were let go. And now a judge has upheld what the, I think it was Methodist Hospital in Houston. So we're going to have to keep an eye on this. <clears throat> It'll be interesting how Governor DeSantis fought, uh, kind of deals with this in Florida, yeah. with universities there. I'm not sure if it's a publicly funded university, whether he can come in and say, You'll have no, yeah. you're not going to force kids to take the vaccine because let's follow the science. Right. Remember what we were told? People under 30 years of age, you really don't have to worry that much. Right. Yeah, yeah, and there, there's the, the CDC's having, this week they had an emergency meeting because of heart inflammation yeah, uh, uh, in children who are getting the shot, getting yeah. the vaccine. So um, it's still an experimental drug yep. uh, and should be treated It's not even a vaccine. No, it's a shot. Yeah. Yeah. There's some other stuff. Um, let's with the what I consider the sleaziest congressman in Congress is making some news today. Adam Schiff from California is apoplectic because he found out that at, toward the end of the Trump administration, he and several others were investigated, and some of their the Justice Department. In trying to track down a leak, a criminal leak, yes, got into his phone number and his uh, information. It, it, he's, he's, he, he can't believe it. It's it's the end of democracy as we know it. <laughs> what they're failing to say is that he did the exact same thing during the Trump uh, impeachment trial, but it wasn't to fight a crime. It was just a fishing project to try to see if he could uh, so find Schiff, something. So Schiff went after Trump administration officials right mm -hmm. and their phone yeah. records yeah including a fellow congressman yes uh, he um he got uh, devin nunes rudy giuliani jay seculo victoria tunzing john solomon sean hannity sean solomon's a reporter <laughs> yeah not and even a, not even a congressman sean hannity come on yeah and yeah. Uh, guess who started this what president obama yeah Remember? that's right he went after a fox news reporter's Phone yes, records. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, look, look, the, the, it happens. Trump, Obama did it. Trump did it. Um, and Biden's doing it. Biden's doing it now. Um, because, but now for different reasons though, because there are criminal, I don't like criminal leaks, whether it's Trump's people doing the criminal leak or Biden's people doing the criminal leaks. I don't like the leaking. Sometimes, yes, it does expose things that we need to know about. Um, but if you leak and you disobey the law, then the DOJ is going to come after you. They're going to subpoena phone records. But what I don't like is this blanket. What we've seen the DOJ, DOJ do is where they do these blanket subpoenas, these uh, where these blanket court orders, Fred, where they don't even have a person mm -hmm. or a crime that they're going after. They, remember they went out there was a story two weeks ago where the DOJ went after uh, the New York I think it was the New York Times they subpoenaed 
uh, any reader within a certain time frame on a news story, mm-hmm. every single IP address that read that story th- throughout a one-hour window, yeah. they subpoenaed all of their personal information. Yeah, that's that's very chilling, uh, and it's chilling to think uh, that we have had governments over the last 10 years that believe in weaponizing uh, the Justice Department, the FBI, whatever the case may be, against political enemies. Uh, I remember the case, I, I just forget the gentleman's name right now, he was uh, one of Trump's advisors. They show up at his house early one morning in Florida. Oh. Roger Stone? Roger Stone. Yeah. You remember what happened there? They sent the military. There were 20 people with guns drawn. Yeah, FBI, special ops. He is not yes. a drug lord. Right. He is just an advisor to the president. Funny, CNN cameras showed up at the same time to catch all of this. They had weapons drawn. He comes out in his pajamas. And he, he was willing to turn himself in. He's willing to turn himself in. Yeah. That's scary. This is Russia stuff. This is China stuff yeah. that's going on. That's what's scary about this. Yeah, if, if Trump would have sent the FBI and 30 agents with with AR-15 rifles yeah. to arrest an Obama associate, yes, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, it would have been, it would have been roundly rebuked by everyone, including probably me. So, yes. um, yeah, the, the DOJ has been politicized and weaponized. No doubt about that. While the uh, Biden administration and Democrats frantically search for a way to make 2 million undocumented or illegal aliens citizens, there's a group of legal aliens that are saying we're being left behind. There are about 200,000 Dreamers, remember this. Uh, these are people that were born here or came at a very young age, have grown up here. Yeah. Well, they are. Uh, if you're a dreamer, you are granted status, legal status. You have papers until you're 21. Mm-hmm. Then you have to go to the line and get in like everybody else. Well, these dreamers are saying, "Hey, we're turning 21, and we're having to self-deport. Have to go back to countries that we've never been to before. We know mm-hmm. nothing about, and apply to come back to the United States." Uh, <laughs> so the illegal immigrants get to stay. The legal immigrants who are waiting on citizenship don't get to stay. Because they're following the law. Right. The law says you can't be in this country illegally. Well, Fred, that, that's why the whole illegal immigration situation, it favors those who break the rules yes. and then disfavors or punishes those who follow the rules. Well, that's part of the crisis that's going on on our southern border right now. You have the Biden administration, which is why they quietly announced about 10 days ago that they're expediting uh, green card applications. They're expediting uh, the way people can become citizens. And so, and that's the, the Pandora's box in all of this is the policy that's changed on uh, asylum procedures. Imagine any other country, but you can walk up to our southern border right now and saying, I've been persecuted in my home country, let me in, and they can't say no. Right. That's, that's how simple it is to get into this country. Not only from Central America, folks, as we've been reporting, there are people now from 29 countries that have been documented, that's just the ones documented, come across our southern border. Imagine this. Some guy from Yemen, all right? Not a uh, U.S.-friendly country. This this is not a false story. Mm -hmm. There are people, including from Yemen, Mm -hmm. that are showing up on our southern border and saying, I'm persecuted in my home country, let me in, yeah. and we have to let them in. We don't know where they're going. 
We don't know. Now, they've had to pay thousands of dollars yeah. to, to, get, to get to Mexico. Yeah. All right. If they've got that kind of money, they're not without resources. They got out of their country without being persecuted. Listen, it's right to be extremely suspicious and to be concerned about what's going on on our southern border. And the Biden administration is expediting this this danger. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. And 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 we should have legal immigration. Matter of fact, we do. We have over one million legal immigrants come to America through the rights uh, process each year. So America is a very welcoming country, but we don't need to be fostering illegality. It's absolutely you know, we have another border in this country. It's called the northern border. If Who I was that one? <laughs> if I was in British Columbia right now, yeah, all right, and I approached the border in Blaine, Washington, and I said, "Just let me in," or I tried to get across another way, uh, I would be arrested. I have been. I lived in Vancouver, British Columbia. Has we used to go down to Bellingham, Washington, to get groceries and cheap gas. Mm-hmm. All right, we used to do that. I've been at the border at times when I've seen guns drawn against a car. That was going from British Columbia into Washington State. Surround the car with guns drawn. I don't know what the guy did. Right. But they were doing their job, and they're still doing that job on our northern border. Completely different scenario down south. Completely different. Yep. All right. uh, Are you guys looking forward to the Olympics coming in July here to Tokyo? Yeah, we're watching some of the the qualifying that's on TV right now. Isn't that within within a couple weeks? Yeah, well, and le- if you haven't been watching the qualifying, and if you're just kind of going on memory, there's one. There's only one athlete that I remember or I recognize that's going over to Tokyo, and that is the gymnast Simone Biles. Hmm. She has uh, been recognized as far and away the best gymnast that has ever lived. She has moves um, named after her on several apparatus. She's got gold medals upon gold medals upon gold medals. The commentators that watch her just shake their head in awe Mm. well she's saying something to kids here about meritocracy in other words if you're better than somebody else it's okay to say so listen to this she said she wasn't uh liking how her people that were criticizing her were taking her down and they were making fun of her and they said hey they were joking i swear if she put a goat on her leotard blah 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 you know that is how stuck up she'd be she got to think it that's a good idea because i am the goat i mean if if you are her if you're tom brady and you've won seven super bowls you could make a case (laughs) and so she put a goat on her leotard it's on her on the shoulder in in bedazzled things it's uh it's a goat image of a goat yeah and and which which stands for i did have to look this up with the tom brady discussion um what it means it means greatest of all time goat i'm sorry thank you goat means greatest of all time your sports fanatics know that yes some others may not well so simone biles was uh saying and she she has this thing you know how you go somewhere and everybody gets a participation trophy and you can't (laughs) we're dumbing down the math in our schools yeah nobody really wins right right equity everybody's got to be the same right well this is what she says i hope the kids growing up watching this don't or aren't ashamed of being good at whatever they do that's my problem when people harp on other people that are good at something it's like everybody can say you're good but once you say it about yourself it's not cool anymore you're stuck up i want kids to learn that yes it's okay to acknowledge that you're good or even great at something. 
Yes. Something our, our society and schools don't want to let kids do. Yes, and there's a difference between being proud of your abilities that God's given you and and being what the what many people want you to be ashamed of right. or to tampen down your your qualifications and your abilities. Well, it's all about uh, we encourage people to strive to be the very best That's that right. you can. And there are a lot of lessons in this. Strive to be the best that you can. You may become the winner. Right. But also, in striving to be your best, you may not be the winner, but that's okay too. It's okay not to be the very best gymnast in the world. Right. But it's really good for you to strive yeah. to be the best be that the best you can. can be. Absolutely. Be the best that you can be. You know, uh, in the military, not everybody can be a Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. That's why you try out to be the Navy SEALs. But just to, because you don't become a Navy SEAL doesn't mean they're going to throw you out of, of the military. You're going to be really, still really good. If you were asked to try out for mm -hmm. the Navy SEALs, you already are pretty good right. at what you do. But you may not make the qualification well, for that. Yes, and Colossians talks about doing everything you do as if you're working for the Lord. Yes. So we, everything that we do, we put our hands to, uh, we should be doing it with all of our effort and all of our attention. So I have a theory. Encouraging story there. I have a theory that every human being has something that they are better than 90% of the rest of humanity at. Sure. Now, it could, be, it could be something that's not worth a whole lot to society. Maybe you played Jenga like a genius yeah. or, you know, whatever. And some people, LeBron James, uh, they do something that is 90% uh, in the 90 percentile and they get well compensated for yeah. it. But everybody has something that they could, they are better at. That's gifting. Sure. Well, it, and what's, what that fights against is this idea of entitlement, right? which is a cancer in our society right now. That just because of who I am, I'm entitled to what you have worked for. I'm entitled to the same reward. Yeah, and there, there's also this this lie out there that that everyone is everyone is on the same playing field. Everyone should stay at the same level at all times. Yeah. Yes. No one should excel above the other. But naturally, people do excel above others. Yeah. And that's just is. part of life. Just part of life. That's yeah. all it is. All right. Uh, let's close with this. The Babylon Bee, uh, my favorite newspaper, only reports facts. I said with tongue in cheek. This is very <laughs> satirical. But they are reporting this. Joe Biden is getting no pudding cup today because he is a punishment for taking questions from the press. <laughs> that sounds like something Todd Starnes would say. It, that is exactly <laughs> what Todd Starnes said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there you go. I guess I didn't. Uh, we, oh, I, there's, okay. How about another Babylon Bee? Do you know that Trump announces that he's building a 1,954-mile-long <laughs> Trump Tower at the southern border? I saw that one. That one was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Babylon Bee, they, they, um, they got some very good stuff coming out of there. And um, you know how many times we've seen the left fact-check Babylon Bee? I know. In <laughs> fact, the Washington Post, I think it was just had to do a retraction. Because they've yeah, been they, caught. Yeah, they, the left just, man, they don't have any humor. <laughs> so, uh, nonetheless, yeah, we had Seth Dillon on about a month ago oh, yeah. uh -huh. here on Today's Issues, who's mm -hmm. the CEO of Babylon B. All right, Steve, appreciate it, brother. My pleasure. F Fred? Good to be here. 
All right, folks, today's issues, American Family Radio. We'll have uh, Trivia Friday tomorrow, and we'll be back next week with more news of the day.